The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi guys, it's Jordan from the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. On my show, we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, motherhood, channeling, healing, and so much more. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, and the healing journey I embarked on at that time set me on the path to radical awakening. Let's just say I had no choice but to change my energy, and that opened me up to the most beautiful healing of my life. On my show, you can expect to feel like you're sitting in my living room chatting with old friends. Tune in every Wednesday to connect and hang on the Balanced Bond Soul on Fire. It's Garcia Diaries! Welcome to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I'm your host, Bethany Garcia. You might know me as the Garcia Diaries on Instagram. What's up, guys? I'm your co-host, Anthony Garcia. Every week, we deep dive real life, marriage, parenthood, sex, pop culture, and anything else in between. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Garcia Diaries podcast. I'm your co-host, Anthony Garcia, and today I am without my wing man or wing woman, however you want to call it, my ride or die, my right, my rib, right? If you're a Bible person, my rib. But uh, Bethany's not with me today. She is... Thursday to Tuesday, five days. So five days post-surgery, and she's just not up to sitting for however long it takes us to record a podcast. So I'm here with two of my boys. we got Wade and Lennox, or QB as we call them here with us. Yes, sir. How y'all doing but, um, today? So let me just, I know the pressing question, everybody wants to know how Bethany's doing. So I'm going to get into that, fellas, let the people know what they want to hear. We'll go from there. So day five. Damn. If I could describe this, tough. It's been tough. Now, the reason why I say that is I don't think that Bethany or myself really knew what she was going into, what was being done. And I give myself like a little free pass on that because I wasn't the one having surgery or getting anything done with me. But Wednesday, so the day before her surgery, I finally was like, yo, let me look up what the hell is happening? Like, let me actually look up, see if I can find videos of the surgery, of the process. She had a lift and she had some lipo done at some part of the boob area. I don't, I don't understand it all, to be honest. So I went on YouTube and I started watching videos and I was like, holy shit. Like, that's what you're going to have done to you? Like, that shit looks crazy. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, no, like, have you like seen it? Like, like, watch this video with me. And she was like, no, like I've been avoiding watching videos. And I was like, no, fuck that. You need to sit here. You need to watch this video and understand what's going on because it's already too late to back out. We've already paid deposit and some like it's already in motion. Like there's no backing out. But like, I want you to know because so Michaela, one of our other friends, his, his lady, her birthday dinner was two days post-surgery. And she's like, oh, yeah, we can, you know, we'll be able to make it. Like, I'm not going to be able to drink or, like, go too crazy. I'm going to still be on heavy meds. But, like, we'll be able to make it. This was maybe, we knew this probably two weeks before, two to three weeks before surgery. And I was like, I don't, I don't think we're going to be able to make it, babe. Like, I think you just made a commitment that you can't keep. And she was like, no, I'll be fine. Like, I've been talking to people who have had a similar surgery to me. And, and they were fine back in the gym a week or two later. And I was like, but, babe, they said six weeks, like. Six weeks recovery time, six weeks of no lifting more than 10 pounds, no, no sex, no, like, they, they said that for a reason, like, and I was like, I, I know you, like, I've seen you give birth five times, like, I think you're an incredible, strong woman, 
But like, I just don't think you handle pain and bounce back as quick as other people. She was like, oh, we'll be fine. Sure enough, we're day five, and I don't think we can make any dinner. She hasn't even left the house since then just to go to the appointment, her first appointment. But it's been tough. So I don't think we really knew what we were getting into. I don't think she knew what she was getting into. We had things committed and plans way too soon that we've had to cancel. But it's, you know, for us, we're fortunate to be in a position to where, for me, my life is not really interrupted. Like, I'm taking care of her 24-7. I still have the kids, but it's not like I have to take time off of work or really make any adjustments to whatever my life typically looks like. I'm just staying home now. You know what I mean? There's no, hey, let's go to the gym or let's go have lunch at this place. So we we didn't expect what the outcome would look like. But also, God, here's what's been tough for me. <laughs> I'm making a show for saying this, but hey, Bethany is mean as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I, I've said it on this podcast before, like when she wakes up, she's mean. When she's asleep, she's mean, like. If, if she's asleep and I even try to like touch her or anything, get away with like, she's mean. But bro, she's been so fucking mean. I'm like, there's been a couple of times, like the first two, three days, like I had an alarm set every four hours, like meds, meds, meds. Like I was on it. You know, every six hours she had to take an anti-nausea medicine and then she had twice a day a bacterial med- medicines, right? So I got all these fucking alarms in my phone and <laughs> I want to say like night three, like three in the morning, my alarm goes off. We're asleep. It's pitch black in the room. I like go to wake her up to get the bed. She goes, oh, what are you doing? Leave me alone. And this is like not the first time. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't need this shit. I turned <laughs> off every alarm in my phone. I was like, when you need medicine again, you can wake me up to give it to you. I'm not going to wake up. I was like, bro, I don't, and I don't want to sound insensitive, but I was like, you asked for this shit. Why the fuck are you being an asshole to me? Like, be a little nicer. Like, damn. Yeah. Like, you chose to go have work done on yourself. I didn't, but you know what I'm saying? Like, till death do us apart, right? Wedding. I was like, you know, if, if any sickness, like, we, you can't plan for anything like that. Like, if anything comes 30, 40, 50 years from now, maybe I can take those punches a little bit easier off the chin. But I'm like, you asked for this shit. So be nice to me. Damn. So... We're day five. She like broke down and was like, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's not really me. And I'm like, I feel like that's what makes it worse. Your subconscious is being an asshole to me. It's not even you. But mm. she's recovering. Besides her being a little mean, I finally was like, look, you tell me what you want me to do. If you, when you need meds, when you need, like, I'm no longer going to go above and beyond. Like, hey, babe, drink this. No, you tell me what to do. And then she was like, no, I need you. She, she reassured me, which, what, which is what I needed, mm-hmm. right? I feel like as men, we need to be reassured sometimes most definitely, too. Most definitely. No, we don't talk about it. And day five, she, she's doing a lot of things on her own. I can finally see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I feel like hopefully we're over the roughest part of it. And what's funny is first day out of surgery, you know, after I'm, I'm cleaning her up or having to put weight me, she's like, so what do you think? And I was like, if one thing about me is I don't lie. Like I, I just can't. I can't lie. I teach my kids like do not lie. Like we, we, we can make it through a lot. Just don't lie to me. Like there's no reason to lie in all aspects of life. I just can't lie. I'm looking. I'm like, babe. Like 
I don't really see the vision, but I trust you. And she was like, you can't say that. And I was like, I'm, babe, I'm just, I'm just, you look like Frankenstein right now, babe. Like, (laughs) I cannot do this. But I trust her. The doctor said you won't see like any results or anything before six weeks. Mm -hmm. It could take longer than six weeks, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. uh, Honestly, it was a lot tougher than I thought. A lot tougher than I thought, but. Like I said, I'm seeing that little little light down there at the end of the tunnel. The six weeks without without I mean, we're gonna get into this a little more, but the six weeks without sex, that's that's <laughs> bro. But you gotta me and her have been together since I was 15 years old. So I don't I haven't gone six weeks since <laughs> right, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey, DOP holding hey, as, as long as <laughs> as long as she's happy, and at the end of the day, if she's happy, that's a win for me. And if it comes out great, that's another win for me. So, hey, I'm winning all the way around. That's the update. Keep sending thoughts and prayers to your boy because, whew, <laughs> it was tough. My f- listen, I, I don't, I don't think of myself as sensitive, but I was telling mm-hmm. you guys beforehand. But damn, some of those, some of those things were hurt. I was like, yo, really? Like, damn, I'm over here. Like, I'm doing everything for you, and you calling me stupid because I won't put the blanket <laughs> on fast enough? Like, damn, but. That's that's the update that she's not telling you guys. She she has been really mean to me. So make sure you guys tell her to be nicer to me because I'm literally doing everything. Well, her grandma's been here past few days, but I'm I'm really doing everything. It gets greater later. I can say that. So I have with me two two gentlemen who have very bravely stepped up to the plate when I put in the group chat of my friends, like, yo, who's available tonight to help me record because Bethany's not ready. These were the only two that were available, so we're here. But I've got Wade. Yes, sir. And I've got Lennox, yes, a.k.a. Yes. QB. Now, this is kind of funny, and it's just the perfect depiction of myself. I've known Wade since sixth grade. Yes, sir. Right? QB is my newest friend, and I've known of QB since high school because I would see you, like, tagged in the post. I'd go to Dom's house, which is another. You got Everyone knows who Dom is. We've gone on trips with them, but and I've go to Dom's house. You're there, so we kind of have small talk. But you're my like newest friend, and yeah. that just goes to show like who I am as a person. Like I'm a very just. I have my circle of friends, people that I trust. I know a lot of people, and I'm, I'm nice to people. I have acquaintances, but I don't really have like friend friends, and, it's, and it takes it takes a lot to actually get into my core group, right? Like I have. My circle is small, but the people that I have in my circle, that we've been friends since junior high. Stevie is another one of my friends. I've known him since kindergarten. And then everyone else is junior high and beyond. So QB is my newest friend. Well, we've been friends for probably a year now. Yeah, like like yeah, actual where aside from the group and aside from the group chat, we yeah, kind of do our own thing. Present, so yeah. it's kind of cool because I have one of my longest tenured friends, Wade yes, and QB here. So quick introduction, who you are, what you do for a living are are you a free agent? Because you know there there's gonna be maybe potential prospects listening to this. So I got ten day contracts out. I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I'm Wade. I work for UPS. Been with them for seven years. Actually, in two more days it'll be seven years on the dot. So uh, been with them seven years. That's crazy. Like I said, I got ten day contracts out. So he's a single man, ready to mingle, and he's got a a consistent job. With with a great company, great company. UPS is a good company to work for. Yeah, yeah it is. All right, QB, 
Man, I don't know where to start. I'm QE Lennox. I currently work with a subsidiary of Waymo with autonomous vehicles, you know, trying to provide safety for the new generation to come. Okay. Along with just being an entrepreneur, I've been in music majority of my life, touring, traveling around the world. So it's been fun. Right. So if I could, if I could break down these two individuals for you guys, and I mean this as no disrespect, <laughs> QB is my smart friend. Like I talk to QB <laughs> about things that I don't know anything about. Like QB, QB puts me on like finances, stock, like all these different. QB's a, a future. What's, what's the word I'm looking yeah, for? Futurist. Yeah. Future. Like he's always thinking of the future. Like if planning you, if, ahead. If you look at our group chat, he's like, "Yo, you guys, you take a look at this. Invest in this right now." Like he's that guy. <laughs> he's just smart. Appreciate that. A smarter that. guy. Wait, you're Wade's, smart as well, but I'm smart, but but Wade is. I mean, if you look at Wade, he's nice and buff. He's, you know, he's he's fit. Wade Wade's the guy. Like, if I need a partner at the, at the core, I'm calling Wade. Wade stays active. He's active at his job. Yes. He's, a, he's a UPS driver, delivery driver yeah. out here in Arizona Heat. Wade's just like my athletic buddy. My athletic buddy QB is is who I go for brain. So that's just who they are. Yes, so. Sir. To keep us from getting into too much trouble tonight, because Bethany's not here, and she usually, she knows like, hey, you don't say that, or, or she's always like, oh, you can't say this or say that. I figured, let's take the pressure off of us, and let's, I asked our audience, ask us questions, or give us topics to talk about, things to discuss. Wade, you have a story that I've literally <laughs> stopped, you, stopped you from sharing, because I was like, bro, this would be a good podcast story. Because for me, Bethany, we've been together since high school. We're high school sweethearts. She was my first sexual encounter. Like, that's it. Me and her, we've been together since high school. So I'm, I've been locked into her since I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, that's what's up. QB, bro. your relationship status. Are you in a relationship? I am in a relationship. Okay, so currently, yes. in long term, how long have you guys been together? It's about to be, I think, like two years now. Okay, so it's Q- been about, yeah. So a good a good amount of time. Yes, it has. And Wade, are you in in a relationship? No, sir. When's the last time you were in a relationship? A long I think time. Like eighth grade. A, a long. I think like eighth grade, bro. Because- <laughs> right. I always wonder, like, every time I see you, bro, I'm like, bro, your right arm looks strong as fuck. <laughs> it all makes sense, though. It all makes sense. So, a lot of people were asking, you know, dating advice and and maneuvering this dating app that we're now in, right? A lot of people use dating apps to to find hookups, potential partners, whatever it is. But you have a great story, Wade. Yeah, I do. About being catfished. Yeah, that was terrible. Now, one thing about being with my high school sweetheart is I've never been catfished. So you lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, it hurts. I can say that. Like when you like it doesn't hurt, but like you just like, I just wasted two months Ooh. out so of my life lot, talking okay. to you. Okay. So, wait, walk us through it. What happened? How, how did you fall to Catfish? So, I was on Instagram, and I seen I had a, a follower request because I'm private. And it was this girl that I knew already. It was like her one of her friends. Okay. And so, I see that like. She likes her pictures, so I'm just like, okay, so she must look like this in real life. So your friend liked this person's pictures? Yeah. Okay. And so I added her back. 
And so I scroll down the timeline. Looks the same in all her pictures. So I DM'd her. She DM'd me back. Didn't say nothing after that. DM'd her like a month later. So she left you on red? No, I left her on red when she DM'd me back. Oh, right. My fault. You mm-hmm. left her on red. Yeah. All right, cool. Sorry, I'm sleep deprived. I've been taking care of my wife. Nah, you good. <laughs> so I left her on red. I messaged her back like a month later. And then we actually started talking. Two months go by. We still talking. And then I'm just like, yo, I'm working in Tempe today. I never work in Tempe. I'm usually working in Scottsdale. Okay. North, North Scottsdale. So if, if you're not an Arizona native, Tempe is just a city in Arizona. Yeah. North Scottsdale is probably like five miles out, seven miles out from Tempe. Okay. And so I'm just like, yo, let's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take my lunch break. Let's go get something to eat. She was like, okay, let's go. She pulls up, bro. Wait, okay. I, I got to ask. Hold yes, on. Yes, sir. How, how long of a heads up were you like, hey, let's go grab some lunch, baby? I didn't say the baby part, but I said we should go get something to eat. And she was like, okay, let's pull up, bro. It was literally, I messaged her that at, I don't know the exact time, but it was like an hour before I took my lunch break. Okay, so you, hour heads up. So she's she's she is brave and bold. If Straight to it. She knows she's not the person in the pictures. Bro, brave as hell. <laughs> like, you got to have some cojones to do that. Like, that's all I can think of. You know, like, like, you always see these stories, but like hearing it, bro. <laughs> It's different, bro. It's just real different. I'm going to be honest. crazy. Like, it tripped me out so bad when she pulled up, bro. Like, (laughs) Where did she pull up to? KFC, churches? No, we was at- Denny's? No. (laughs) I told her to pull up on Cane's, downtown Tempe. Okay, Raising Cane's. Yeah. Off of, what is that like? Man, wait. I'm not, yeah. We're not getting (laughs) into that. Raising Cane's, We was at Raising Cane's, bro. I tell her to pull up. She pulls up, bro, and she is like- not what she looks like. And the first thing I look at on a female is like your feet. Like that's the first thing I look at. Like so <laughs> if I look at your feet and like you wearing something busted, like some busted shoes that look like you was working in the country, like no, bro. Like she was wearing some white shoes, just busted, and then like I look at like her jeans. Her jeans are like dirty as hell. Face was just like no bueno, bro. I'm just like, fuck. Are you serious? And then I messaged one of my homies. I ain't gonna say his name. I messaged one of my homies and I said, "Yo, call me right now and just say like, just act like you're my supervisor and tell me to pick up some air packages." <laughs> bro, he he did it. I appreciate him still to this day because, bro, it was terrible. All right, so let's let's dissect it a little bit. On the Instagram, ladies, if you don't know, a lot of men use, it's a, it's a grading system, right? It's usually one to 10. One being, listen, you're just, you're not the one for me. Best of luck. 10 being, a 10 to me would be like Kim Kardashian, just, just to be honest. Like, sure. your dream ideal woman looks wise. This yeah, is yeah, strictly yeah. a look looks, scale. Yeah. So, on the, on the scale, according to the ID, Instagram pictures. What number was she at? Oh, on the pictures, I would give her like a seven. Okay, a seven. Seven. Okay. A seven. Now, 
a seven's a high score, seventy percent. She's passing. Obviously, you were entertained for two months just based off the looks and conversation. Bro, like just good conversation. (laughs) It was good conversations, and it was just like, what the fuck? So she has an hour heads up. She knows you're coming in that big brown truck. Did you ever take it out of the DMs to the phone, or it was just always DMs? Okay. It was the phone. So like texting, mm-hmm. phone y'all, calls. Y'all never FaceTime? No, she never had my cell phone. It was Snapchat. Okay. You oh, know okay. I don't give out my phone number. Okay. Okay. So just from one social media platform to another. Yeah. 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 Okay. But did you guys send, because Snapchat, you do videos and pictures. Did you yeah, guys send? Yeah. yeah. No. Bro. She ain't saying one? Wait. No, I didn't ask. But wait. it's like she's always on her Instagram <laughs> story, bro. That's the shit. Like she was always posting on her Instagram story. So I'm like. You look like okay. This is you. So she she would actively do videos and and like of her talking and things on yes. Instagram. Okay, interesting. Okay, interesting. But yeah. wait, I, I, to me, right away, that's a red flag. We moved it Bro. off of Instagram to Snapchat, Snapchat, which is a platform to send videos and pictures. Yeah, instant. Right, you instantly send yeah. that image. That's y'all that's, gonna jump on me like this? <laughs> hey, it's facts. It's facts though. Okay, so. She she knows what what kind of car you're coming in. You're you're a yeah. package delivery. So she's sitting in the parking lot. She she could have been there the forty five minutes before Wade pulled up. Facts. So you get off scouting. You meet in the restaurant or you you meet here no, in the parking I'm lot. In the parking lot, like I ain't even get out my truck yet. Okay. She comes up to you or you go up to her. Like you know, in a UPS truck, like you got to put all your you got to lock everything. Yeah, away. yeah, I'm putting up everything that I have up front with me. And she meets me at my door, oh. and I'm just like, oh, shit. What'd you say first? You know, I'm from the South, so I, I kept it like a gentleman. I was real <laughs> respectful. I said, hey, how you doing? Did she, did she have a straight face? Bro, like, her face didn't look like none of her pictures. I don't even, <laughs> so, like, when I seen her I straight know. face, I was like, I it, it so, wasn't the straight face that I was used to seeing. So that's what I want to get into, because we've seen, we've all seen Friday, yeah. right? Yeah. She said she looked like Janet Jackson. She pulled up. She didn't. We've seen the show Catfished, yeah. where there's instances where it's not even the same gender you thought it was. Okay, Friday was different, because she was still cute, even though she was a big girl. <laughs> okay, that, she and was that, still cute. Here's the this thing was of, like, okay, but Wade, you, you got to say that. Wade, Wade, <laughs> Wade likes, they call it BBWs. What's a BBW stand for? Big, beautiful women. Wade, Wade that's Wade's preference. So this is not, we're not I shaming don't size anybody. Discriminate. Right, Wade. Okay. Wade lets us know what he likes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just trying to think, like, she, you, do you think she just didn't have makeup on? Like, bro, you had an hour to at least put on makeup. Like, she came out, like, Gilly the Kid said, busted and disgusted. Like, she came out, <laughs> not it. Like, I was like, you okay coming outside like this? Like, you asked her that. No, no, no. you just thinking I'm from, that. Yo. I'm thinking that. Like okay, I'm from bet. the south. Okay, I'm not bet. gonna say that out loud. I'm gonna be respectful. But like, I'm like, you're okay coming outside like this. All right, all right. Damn, that was that bad. That's crazy. So you had a friend called as a supervisor. You left. Yeah, I left. No, no messages were exchanged. Blocked yeah, on everything. Hold on, hold on, hold on. For one, one quick second. When she walked up to the door, yeah, you asked how you doing. What happens after that? Because you can't just get back in the truck and drive. <laughs> no, so I said, how you doing? And I went back in the truck and I messaged. 
I messaged bro, and then I was like, yo, it's 911. You just said, yo, I got to go. No, and then so like, as like, we about to start walking to the restaurant, bro, call, and I put my phone on speaker, and he like, yo, I need you to pick up these air packages (laughs) right now, because everybody else is like, slammed, and I'm like, dang, I was just about to take my lunch. All right, I got you. And then I hung up. And then and got out of there. All right, all right. So, wait, you're my guy. Yeah. You are my guy. I love you. You're my brother. Break it down to me. I feel like in some catfishing instances, there's a guilty and an innocent party, right? Sometimes you just don't know. Manti Teo claims he didn't know. We got to believe him. But you, I feel like you got to bear some of the responsibility here. Why? I got to agree with you. Because be honest. It, in the day and age that we live in where you can literally talk to somebody from across the world face to face, the fact that you didn't even Facts. try to set that up or... I got a question. How many times do I FaceTime call y'all? I FaceTime call you. Right. Exactly. How many times no, no, do no, I no, FaceTime call like, y'all? Wait, in high school, I didn't even have a cell phone. There was this girl, God bless her heart. She had an iPod touch. Every day I'd get to school, I'd say, let me, let me, can I listen to your iPod touch? I'd have that motherfucker from 7.30 in the morning to 2.55 in the afternoon. You know what I did on that iPad touch? I, te- I what was that, text-free? Yeah, A text-free yeah, yeah. message, Bethany, all day long. We sent pictures. It didn't matter. I, I didn't even have a cell phone, and I found a way to stay in communication. This man has no excuses right now. With he my lady. But the thing is with me is... If this is what you look like, I'm taking it. Is this this is what you look like? Ever since, like, I never been catfished before. This is the first time it happened to me. So now, there's some guidelines in place. Which okay, which I understand that you know there's yeah, yeah. filters and you you can change the yeah, way you yeah, look. Hundred percent. You yeah, can 100%. be whoever you want to be online. So I'm not saying this is one hundred percent on you. I just feel like, and remember, I'm speaking from a place of I've never dated as an adult. So anything, any of that. My girlfriend, my wife now made my first ever Facebook. <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> she made my first ever Facebook. <laughs> I got access to it and tried to go back and message some old flings, not knowing that she still had access to my Facebook. So in real time, as I'm messaging these old these girls from junior high, she's reading them. I didn't know none of it, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> I, got, I got caught up. <laughs> Right? I'm like, hey, how's it going? I haven't seen you in three years. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I tried yeah. to go back and she's on her phone reading every mess. Calls me. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just, just watching TV. No. <laughs> what are you doing? Right? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, that's how my social media life started. She made everything for me. Just handed me the passwords and the email. Like all the information. Yeah. But I feel like you got to bear some responsibility in that. I got to agree with you because y'all took it to Snapchat. I mean, you could have you could have been like, "Yo, send me something," you know, like you want to see something, especially if y'all having great conversation, like you said. You didn't get Instagram. no nudies. That, you see what I'm saying? I'm a down south dude. I'd rather see it in person. Don't <laughs> don't tempt me. You don't like teasing? No, I don't. Interesting. I want you in person. I'm sorry. Like I'd rather see you in person than rather look at that at my phone because now I'm just like. So you run that risk. Damn. So now going forward though. Oh, it's rules. Right? It's <laughs> rules and regulations around here. Because at the end of the day, like, I don't agree with filtering yourself up, making yourself seem 
that you know lo- that you look one way or that you act a certain way just to get my attention because eventually I'm gonna find out. Facts. Yes, bro. On TikTok, you see these transformations where it's like a like a grandma, sixty years old. She does her makeup. She looks twenty five. Like damn, like. The power of makeup and like, dude, these like one wet wipe. wipe, one wet wipe, exactly. <laughs> Senior citizen, exactly. So I get that. Aspects. We we all understand. You can make yourself look however you want. Yes, but I feel like if Bethany would have succeeded in kicking me out the house and you know letting me be a free agent, I'm not meeting up with anybody that I meet online unless we have three interviews via Facetime. For me yeah. now, it's like if we didn't go to high school. Or I ain't seen you in person, like out, <laughs> no go. So that that's your story. I, I thought it was gonna be more like the other sides of blame, but I, I honestly, I'm going fifty fifty. Wade's fault, fifty her fifty. Fault. What do you What yeah. do you think, QB? I'm. A, I think it's low key your fault. How? Because you talking to her in the DMs already, and then y'all take it to Snapchat, which you know is just bare pictures and videos, right? right? I, so why didn't you say, yo, like, let me get a video. Let me, like, send me something. Or she should have just sent you something off the rip. Like, or you send vice versa and force it. You get what I'm saying? I guess like, I could understand. You have the power, like. I could understand, like, Tinder. Let's use Tinder. I'd imagine you have a profile, a bio, different things. I can imagine, like, if I'm talking to you strictly on Tinder, mm-hmm. I can only see what you put there. Yeah. Right? yeah. And, then, and if we decide, all right, let's meet at said restaurant Mm -hmm. all right i only saw what you showed me now i'm seeing you in real life it's not what you showed me that's not my fault but the fact that like qb said you went on instagram more like hey add me wade 480 480 hooper ups man on snapchat and you still didn't know what she looked like yeah so okay how closing when like she posting on her story on Snapchat and Instagram, what she look like? What is it for man, more for me to wait, ask? You got fault, man. You got fault. The fact that I'm you, you got fault, sickos. Wait, <laughs> I'm the, gonna say that. The fact that you weren't getting any one of one unique images from this person lets me I know. Don't need that's that. a red flag, Wade. If I'm in a online relationship with you, look, send me a video that is not on your Instagram story. Send me yeah. a little something. I want to see something, yeah. If I'm taking Especially you to Raising Cane's one day, yeah. you better send something through. Man, it's Raising Cane's. <laughs> yeah, but what you said earlier, you said you guys' conversations were very good, right? So if it's Who's like smoking? that, if it's like that, then, you know, she might be like, yo, like, check me out today or something, you know? You got to ask her, be like, yo, how you looking today? I want to see it, you hey, know? Send, send me a doo-doo pic. Show me how you're a what? sitting. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, Wade. I, I I'm blaming you partially. Yeah, Wade, yeah, he's blaming I, I, you fully. Well, yeah. So let's open it up to these questions from our lovely audience. And this question fits perfect. Perfect. What's worse, too much makeup or too much filters on selfies? I'll go first. I don't understand filters beyond a. Remember the old puppy dog Snapchat? Like mm-hmm. filters like that, I'm cool with. Like, hey kids, come look at this funny. Like it distorts your face or whatever. Like I'm cool with those. I've never understood the the filters that make it grainy or like it's for me. It just adds no effect to me. I'm like, bro, I look weird. Like take that shit off. Give me my real face. Maybe a black and white if I'm feeling kind of you know retro yeah, yeah. old yeah. school. But I I just don't get filters beyond the playful filters. Yep. Makeup 
like I said earlier, makeup is a powerful tool. And I, I didn't understand makeup for the longest time because my wife, she didn't really do makeup. Like, mm-hmm. like she just kind of did the basic things. Very recently, she's gotten in touch with her artistic side and she'll she'll put something on and I'll walk in the bathroom and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why do you have blue on the middle? Of, like, what? And then when I see the finished product, I'm like, Yo, I didn't. I didn't see the vision, but I'm digging it. So I think I don't necessarily not like either of the two. I just think makeup could potentially be more dangerous because you could get catfished or, or bamboozled right in front of your own face. A filter is is on a on a picture or a video. Yeah, I feel like that's more like yours. one one type, like a one time thing. You know, like on a filter. Yeah, because they're gonna post something else. Right. That's not with a filter, and then you're gonna go from there. Makeup is dangerous to me. I've seen some things in person that I'm like, this can't be real. Like it can't be real because it's like two different people yeah. completely. And right. that's that trips me out. So like imagine you go out and you you see somebody with makeup and you wake up next morning and it's not that, like you gonna start screaming, you're gonna call the police. <laughs> <laughs> this man here. This man here, bro. It get that bad sometimes though. I wait, y'all. Like, I feel like they need to make filters, like some ugly filters. Like, they need to make a possum face filter. They need to do a raccoon filter. Because a puppy dog, that's cute. Cat, cute. Mm. Make something ugly. Like, if you can make that look cute, <laughs> then let you me, cute. Wait, like, let me see you at your worst. Yeah. Because if I, if I could like you at your worst, I'm definitely rocking with you at your best. But makeup, that shit is super dangerous. Right. Audience, I wish I could show you guys an image right now. It's... <sighs> Makeup. It's a dangerous thing. You just continue. And hey, and props to them because some of these transformations are wild. Respect to you guys. (laughs) The courage. The courage. So we can can agree makeup is is the more potential dangerous. All right, next one. We'll go around the table and answer this one. Your least favorite female fashion trend. Tread carefully because us three, maybe QB is a little bit more involved in the fashion world, so maybe... You understand, but I know nothing about women's fashion, but QB, I, I'm going to answer this. You know it. Least favorite fashion trend. You want me to go first? Go ahead. Jeans that don't fit right. Over, what you mean? Baggy, baggy jeans? Yeah. What you mean? Because I was going to say the same thing. Uh, it's just like- What do you mean by baggy? Jeans that like just don't fit the body type. Like when you see certain women have like the right jeans on, yeah, it just does something. It, it like- it's it's another level, you know. But like when it's like like baggy, it don't fit right. It just looks like it's thrown so, on. So you're you're saying you want the the jean to be form fitting to the body. 100%. Okay. So QB likes to see. Yeah. Yeah. It it just looks better though. Like it, it, and I feel like something like that. You you carry yourself different when it fits like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like and I feel the same way about dresses. A woman in the in an amazing dress that fits well to her, you can't compete. You can't compete. You you won't want to take your eyes off of it, you know? Wait. Them dirty ass forces. I hate them dirty ass <laughs> fucking forces, man. Y'all gotta quit that. That's they like a hundred dollars. How do you let of, them get that dirty? Of, of, okay, let let's be more specific. White women love oh, to wear them dirty ass Air Force Ones everywhere. They do. Coachella. And now hearing that you're that you're somebody who Immediately looks at the feet. I can understand that one thousand percent. Them dirty forces. It's like, 
what did you do to him? And why are they tied so tight? Like, loosen them up. All right, I'm I'm gonna get some hate for this one because I I my initial was the baggy yeah, baggy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand this. I don't it? understand this. I don't even want to say it. The eyebrows that just stick up. Oh man! Wait, but hold <laughs> on. My wife. That's how she gets her eyebrows done. And I look at her. I'm like, babe, you should have just stuck your finger in the socket for free. <laughs> I just. Yeah. <laughs> It's only for I want to say one to three days where yeah. it, it stays like that. But like I look at Bethany and I'm like, "What are you doing? <laughs> I don't get it. I really don't. Like, how do we go from the the pencil thin eyebrows to just laying those motherfuckers flat? And I, I don't I don't get it. Some people cut them off, but completely hey, now. My wife likes doing her eyebrows like that, and like I said, for for two to three days. She's gonna catch these jokes, but then when it settles or whatever happens, yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and this is a, a question for QB and myself. Wade, you can you can answer this hypothetically. I got you. How often should couples be having sex? Honest male perspective. Now I'm married. QB is in a relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance. No, not yet. No. Okay. Wade, unabashedly single. single. So, QB, do you live with your partner like full time? Okay, so you don't even live together full no. time. So I think this is a good question because we all can, we're, we live different lives. We're, I'm with my partner 24-7. Yeah. We work together. We parent, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's a little bit different. So, Wade, how often do you have sex and should you have sex? Let me get y'all answers first. All right. So I'm going to get y'all All right. For me, I got a high sex drive. In a perfect world, <laughs> in a perfect world, I think I think I could go every day. I think. Okay. But to be realistic, we're talking four or five times a week. Now, I'm with my wife all day long. So some people they don't see each other until the afternoon, like a mid-afternoon, whatever might happen because it just we have the Yeah, yeah, yeah. The our schedules align yeah, to where yeah. that could happen. Yeah. How often should couples be having sex? I honestly think it just depends on the couple though. I don't think there's like a a correct answer. Number, yeah. Because I, I know people I've talked to people, they're like, bro, I, I could care less about sex. Like I'd rather play Call of Duty or I you know what I'm saying? They'd rather do certain things. I don't understand that because for me, you know, a perfect day always ends in sex for me. Like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, by the time mm-hmm. we get to Z, if Z is is getting it in, hey, I, I'm going to bed good tonight. That's me though. <laughs> yeah. Other people may may not move that way. So I, I think it just depends on the, the relationship. I think something that I would find difficult is if my partner and I had such different sex drives. You know what I'm saying? What if what if my wife never wanted to have sex? And me, I'm always trying to get it in. I, I wonder like what kind of yeah, issues a, or problems that would create, you know, I haven't had to deal with that, but I just wonder in that dynamic how that works. Do you guys do people fight about that? Is that an issue, or is it kind of just like, hey, go to the bathroom, do your thing? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think for myself, I think the meeting up part because life gets so busy at times. But I would say three, three to four times a week is not bad to me. Okay, you know that's solid. But like, there's, I, I feel like there's different tiers of it though. Yes, 
Yes. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Wait. We'll get your answer, and then I, I want to nah, go into detail. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear okay. what y'all got. Different tiers. Yeah. To me, there's sex. Yeah. And then there's sex. Yep. What's funny is you know leading into surgery, we knew I knew hey for six weeks like no sex. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. I respect that. Like I want the best results for her. I want her to to heal up as as quickly and as best as possible so the week leading up i'm like all right babe like i'm just gonna ask 7 30 in the morning at 11 30 2 p.m like i'm i'm i better stock up on this yeah yeah <laughs> and she's like well, we just had sex this morning and i'm like nah that that was like a quickie like <laughs> now like the kids are bad we can really like do our thing and she's like i don't get it and i'm like what do you mean you don't get it like there was no love earlier there was no passion there was nothing we like you didn't even look me in my eye this morning i'm like trying to explain like no there's you know getting it on and then there's like but let's yeah, let's turn like the phone intimate. on and make yeah. a movie getting yep, on yep yep i agree <laughs> i agree i think for me it's like a good amount of wine game over game over oh. it just it gets so intimate but it's it's like it's perfect Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> wine is the game changer. All right. Next one. Next one. Wade, I yes, know sir. your your answer is going to be a lot higher than mine. But <laughs> how often do y'all beat off? A month or what? Let's go on a week. In a week. On a day. Uh, on a daily basis. On a daily basis. I work what? Ten hour shifts. I get home. I'm showering. I'm eating. That's it. I'm laying down. Okay. On the weekends. That's when it get active. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not working, but so it's like, I would say, wake would, up, Drake, sit pass down, out, Drake. Drake. Yeah, no, nah, I'm just playing. It's like I say about sometimes out of the month. Okay. Yeah. So okay, QB. Say like four out of the month. Okay. Okay. This is another not struggle, not fight, just conversation that I have okay. in my relationship because. When I get that urge or when I want to have sex, mm-hmm. most of the time, Bethany's right there. A lot of times, 95% of the time, it's real easy. Put a little Coco Melon or Miss Rachel on the TV. You know, hey, kids, I got to go. We got a phone call. Because, you know, they, the kids kind of know our work or whatever. Easily go away, yeah, throw, yeah. The, throw the white noise on and go to pound town. But she's always like, why don't she just go to the bathroom? And I'm like, it's not the same. Like it's, she's like, wait, it's it's the same finish, and I'm like, okay, yes, we're getting to the same finish line, but it's it's it's, it's, it's not, not the, the same, same trophy, right? And she and That's I'm a like, way to put it, I'm like, you know, I, you know, maybe if you weren't home, like, and I had that urge to be, eat, but like, you're right here, yeah. and you're not doing nothing because I'm watching you not do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for me, I, maybe like once or twice. Four times on a bad month, you know, when, yeah. when, when we are going through our peak troubles and, and, you know, trying to repair a relationship, it was, it was probably four or five times. But like I said, I've, I've been fortunate in my, you know, sexual relationship wise, like it's usually, we're usually together. So I, I think you mentioned something earlier about that being your first Right. That's a major factor that is so overlooked in my opinion that like if you're able to be with the one that you first had sex with, I think it changes everything. Because I yeah. believe when you have multiple partners, man, 
I don't know, like multiple or throughout like your your lifespan. Mm-hmm. I, I think that causes conflict. Really? Quietly. I a hundred percent do. Really? See, I, I disagree with you on Interesting. that. Okay. It worked out for me. Okay. Fortunately it did. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. we got together in high school. We had our first kid while I was still in high school. Okay. We got married when I was seventeen years old. Like my mom had to go to the courthouse and sign a document saying he can get married. Right? All these different things that we did and we only got married because that's what religion said you had to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your child was gonna be born a bastard if if they were born out of wedlock type of deal. I didn't I mean I loved her. Honestly, at that point I more lusted her, I always say. Right? Mm-hmm. It was the sex, it was the the physical attraction. I was a kid, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did what we did because we thought we had to do that. And so through deconstruction and and kind of establishing my own beliefs and, and faith and things like that, I've, I've kind of pulled away. But what if it didn't work out? What if I would have done all that and got married to her, been committed, and it didn't work out? I, then I did all this stuff thinking it was the right thing to do. For us, it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if even raising my kids even, I'm like, what if you just don't mesh sexually? For me, sex is a, is a big thing. Like, I enjoy sex. Like I said, the ending of a perfect day, if they include sex, I'm winning there. Good money. So I can only look at sex from that perspective through my lens. So but what if we're not compatible? What if she's just not willing to do anything or doesn't want to have intercourse? I, I feel like that's what I'm getting at because like some people just have different type of drives. You know, like they want different things during sex. So like you might meet somebody that like they it matches, you know, it's like. They do everything and they enjoy it. Now, if you're with somebody, it's like, you love it, but they're like, eh, it is what it is. If we have sex, we have sex. If we don't, we don't. Then it becomes like, you know, you can't miss. It could definitely make the relationship hard. And hopefully, like, the personalities work out very well together. Because if it don't, that makes it even harder as a relationship. But that's why I think you got to try before you buy. Yeah, that's why I, I'm I, big I on think because what if, I, a lot of the you know the you wait till marriage. What if I wait till marriage and let's just say it's too big or it, yeah, it, it hurt or it's yeah. not pleasurable. I would know that before actually you know because let's just let's just take marriage. Let's take away the religious societal yeah. everything that comes along with it. To get a divorce, you got to go pay some money. You got to figure out assets and okay, what lot, what lot, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's Take away, oh man, what am I? What's my family gonna think? What are my friends gonna think? Take that away. It's it's a, it's a pretty, it's a process to get. You can't just a hey, we're divorced today. Like it, it, things have to happen. So before even getting to that point, I, I say try before you buy. I, I agree with that a hundred percent because I'm a Scorpio. I have a high sex tolerance rate. Like I love to have sex. That's why I don't believe that low number seven. That low <laughs> no, but the thing is with me, bro. Is, <laughs> Like, if I'm talking to you, you just nothing. I can hold out. I can wait. Okay. But once I get you in that box room, that four by four with the roof on it, <laughs> it's a different. I don't like, know, man. It's a different ball game. Prior to my relationship, I've had some partners and some just amazing, but it just didn't mesh where it worked out. And like, I'm gonna be honest. You like, you're like. Damn, at certain points, you think back to it. If I'm keeping a honey, like you think back, like damn, that it was that great. You know, like the current doesn't match at certain points, right? But That's what a real thing? But now, what if the sex is great, but everything else sucks? 
<laughs> but you get you get to figure that yeah, out. And yeah. And that and sad that to say is real. But sad to say, I, I think in some cases everything else could be shitty and horrible, but if the sex is good, people are gonna stick around. Yeah. Right, Honestly, right yeah. wrong, however you they, wanna call it. Once again, they tried it before they bought it, and you know, hey, listen, she may day, she yeah. may throw a pot and pan pot or pan <laughs> at my head every now and then, but, but it's worth it, right? Yeah. But at least you get to make that After judgment. Because guess too. what? What if? You're- <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Big sicko, man. All right, last few, last few. Shit, men do on purpose. And then in parentheses, that they'd never openly tell them just to annoy their partner. That's your flow. Wait, you've been in a relationship, though. I have. That was in eighth grade. Yeah, but you've been in a situationship of some sort, you know? I'm trying to think. Something that I do. Okay, something that I do, I'll act like I didn't hear you. We'll go back to that, that, that want to feel needed, right? Like, something simple as like, hey, can you scratch my back? Or like, hey, can you take this sock off? Or whatever. I'm like. Say it again, like like are oh, you need for me like okay. just feeling needed is 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 something small, but like all right, cool. Like out of all the people in this, I mean, we have five kids. Out of all the people in the house, you ask me to do it. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. And even on, and then that starts on small things, and then it comes to bigger things, right? Yeah. When something goes wrong at work or you have an issue, and then you come to me with that, it just makes me feel like all right. Out of all the people in the world, you could have been, you have you have friends, you have family, you have other people you could have cried on cried on their shoulder. When you come to me, it just makes me feel that much yeah, more appreciated, yeah, valued, right? Yeah. So for me, it's just like, like I said, from little things to big things, like like I'll act like I didn't hear you. Okay. All right, all right wait, wait, and then I don't maybe maybe it pisses her off, maybe it doesn't, but I'm like, I heard you the first time. You just need yeah, some reassurance. Yeah, yeah. What did you say? Yeah. Oh, you need me? You need me? Me? All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Right. Because I, I think for me, personally, like I do a lot of giving, right? I, I'm always to the kids, what the kids needs, her needs, whether it's career-wise or, hey, you need a break, you need to go out with the girls, go ahead. Like, I have no problem staying because I'd man. rather hop on Call of Duty. I'm, I'm, I'm with my boys. We're hanging out, but I'm, I get to stay home. I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. No matter what it is, I feel like I'm a very giving person. And, and a lot of times I feel like I, I these aren't even like, Sacrifice. I sacrifice things. I'm not even like big things, but like, all right, cool. You have plans tonight. Oh man, I, there's a Suns game tonight, but I can give those tickets away, or I can, you know what I mean? Different mm-hmm. things that I, I feel like me. I'm always putting the needs of others first. So just to get that back sometimes, and and to feel like you're needed and wanted, and not just a prop or or some the helpers. You know what I mean? It, for me, that kind of just like, all right, cool. I'm still needed here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still valued. Let's keep it pushing. What about you? I don't even know, bro. Yes, it, yeah. it has been a long time. It's, it's, yeah, bro. Like, all right, what's something that you do to upset your mom? To upset my mom? Oh, <laughs> easy shit, bro. I'll not answer the phone call like two times in a row, and she'll be like, "Oh, Fuck you ain't answering me." Oh, okay. Go ahead, QB. I got, I got another one that I think does annoy her. That I could get back to. If anything, uh, silence at times. I think that's like maybe the one thing that may annoy her at certain points. Okay, like I'll just be silent because I'm like. If you don't tell me what you want, I won't know. So, like, it, I guess it comes back to almost what you said earlier about just the value part. I think I think people don't understand. Like, men love being able to say, like feel appreciated and valued because now you 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 want to go above and beyond when something is asked of you. You know, like you want to feel like, all right, bet, like let's do it. Like, what's what I'm called up on, you know? 
So, right. I would say that. Okay. What was yours about my mom's gang? Because that I'm probably uh, irritated with. So, like, I get notifications. If Bethany posts something, story, feed, it, it, my phone tells me. When she texts, you, you know how you can have, like, do not disturb. She's one of my contacts that comes through. So, like, mm-hmm. any... Anytime she needs to communicate with me, it gets there instantly. But I, I'll let I'll sweat it out a little bit because I I don't want to be like I don't want her to think like oh I'm just waiting for her to, to text. So kind of that element of like oh no I was I, I didn't have my photo. Met. No, I saw the message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wanted you to you know wait you know out what? a little bit. That's another thing that I get that scene. Like I look at your message and you'll see that I seen it and I won't respond for a minute. <laughs> That's what pisses females off. I do that. I do that in general, though. Like, if I get a DM, I'll wait till about five minutes before I respond. If just because I'm like, I don't want people to think that like I'm just readily like I seen it, but let me let me make you think that I was doing something else. I just I don't know why that is. I always make the messages wait, and then a lot of times what happens is I'll read the message. I'm like, I'll respond in three minutes. I forget, and I'm texting you back. Thirty minutes go by. (laughs) (laughs) That's me, right? Yeah, that's something uh, that I do. All right, last one. And I think this is a good one because we're all former athletes here. Yeah. I'm the only parent, yeah. but I feel like eventually you guys may want kids. So you may, you might be in this situation. And we'll close with this. This is kind of a long one. I have a question for the podcast. It's long, though. My son plays flag football. His coach is very competitive, like throws the plays up in the air type competitive. My son and his team get their shit handed to them when they lose. Recently, he told them he's canceling practice because obviously they don't want to play. Said they were an embarrassment. My son was really upset. Is it right, appropriate, that I brought this up to the coach in the parent group chat? I basically told him that he cannot talk down to my son like that and my son will no longer be playing. Parents replied saying they are raising their kids tough and think he's doing a great job. Basically saying I'm raising my kid to be a wuss. Personally, I think he's out of line and I'm teaching my son to speak up when someone talks down to you. Like I said, former athletes, I'm a washed up athlete. You guys are a little bit more, you know, in tune with yourself. What do you think about this? Wait, I'm going to allow you go first. My question is, did they grow up in the hood? Because (laughs) that's pretty normal for like us, like. Y'all playing like some real hoes right now. Y'all need to get back on fucking defense. What the fuck are you doing? Why are you not running back? Right. So this this was a question that I asked because I felt that was important. Sixth grade. How old are you when you're in sixth grade? What? 11, 12, maybe 10. So preteen. Yeah. So, right. Because when I played sports, it was that same if you don't do what I tell you to do, I'm on your ass. Yeah. Right. But I think in, in this situation, I think it's excess, excessive. I agree. Sixth grade, from a parent standpoint, at sixth grade, I'm paying for you to play. It's not like it's a school sport yeah. or a varsity sport where, you know, you're you're choosing to yeah. go try out and then if you make the team, now you're a, a, an athlete. In sixth grade, I'm paying. So the fact of you saying, hey, there's no practice this week, bro, I paid for you to yeah. to play on this team. I paid for practices to be twice a week or however many times it is. So that's that's the first thing is if I paid, no matter how you feel, you're going to follow through on what was said. We kind of went through this situation with, with Brooklyn because she plays flag football. And I found, I asked her, I found this league. It said all girls, the only all girls league in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I asked her, hey, baby, you've been playing co-ed. 
do you want to continue to play co-ed or do you want to move to an all-girls? I'm going to play all-girls. So what I did was I was like, all right, I'll let you play with all-girls, but what I'm going to do, I'm going to move you up at age bracket. So she's nine years old. She was playing with 12, 13 years old. Figured, hey, let's, let's try that out. And we, we would go to the practices, and the coach, he coached three teams, two boys' teams and then the girls' team. The girls were on the sidelines playing patty cake, throwing, playing catch. So I'm like, how do you proclaim that you're an all-girls league? But when it comes time to it, the girls are just afterthoughts. They would have a, an hour and a half practice. The coach would be with the girls for 15 minutes, 10 minutes, right? So for me, I'm like, bro, I'm driving 30 yeah. minutes to this place because I'm expecting my girls to have my girl to have the same experience she would when i was coaching Mm -hmm. so that kind of pissed me off because i'm like it it was it was it was it was it was was lies you know i'm saying don't 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 promote yourself as oh we're the only girls and then the girls are cast to the side yeah you know what i'm saying and they don't even have a coach they're just right that's the first thing as a parent because at the end of the day i don't care the dollar amount if i'm paying I'm expecting a return, whether we're winning, losing. And also as as a coach, I'm animated. Like there's been times where things have happened and I, you know, throw my hat in the air or whatever it is. But for me as a coach, I never directed it at a player. As most of the time it was directed at the ref. Mm-hmm. I coach younger kids. So yeah. for me, my job was to build these kids and hey, maybe light that fire for them so that way they, they want to have that confidence. Right, going forward. And hey, maybe they'll remember their first coach type deal. But I'm not a big fan of, especially at that age, going at the kids like that. Now, if we're in high school, varsity, or even college where, you know, jobs are on the line. and yeah, It's different. All right, yeah, there's different, a, there's yeah. a little bit more heat in the kitchen there yeah. because, hey, this means something, bro. Like, I just think- And at, you lived a little. Right. I just think at sixth grade, it's a little too young. I agree. You played basketball with us in, eighth, in sixth grade, right? Right, but in sixth grade, we didn't even have a school team. It was a city. It was an all city. Do you remember what he told us? Coach Key? Yeah. Oh, probably not. What did he say? He said, you got to protect the basketball like it was your balls. I mean, and that's cool because that's, that's just a, a, a blanket statement. But now, if if you got the ball stolen from you and he was like, wait, yo, Wade, you, you're a, you suck, bro. Like, you're a, I feel like that's crossing a line. Yeah, right? that's, I, that's, that's I, excessive. I agree. And I think not all kids are like kind of built like that you right. know what i mean so yeah. like it's a, it's a fine line you know you, they're young man but yeah you, know, you like, gotta if, walk if it, was it. Like, yeah if it was like 13 14 you starting to get to the point where you're like yo this is a real sport and like you can easily get looked at a little bit different and you mm-hmm. you have just life experiences a little bit yeah but like i still think they're too young but i don't think they should be i agree with that. that also let's be honest a lot of kids my kid plays flag, so I don't want to knock the flag game. But I mean, the real competitive where people go crazy is tackle football. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. But through learning about CTE and other potential risks playing, people are like, I don't want my kid playing tackle football. So they're pulling their kid out of there. So obviously, the parents looking out for the kid, or the kid's like, hey, I don't want to get hit. Like, I, if I can play football and catch and I'm fast, I, I'm not down with the yeah. physical. They're obviously the fun, looking the out for yeah. themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, are already there it's already a different kid than when we were growing up when we were growing up is hey put the pads on and go yeah and, and also it's a different it's a different time bro like age, if yeah. someone talked to my kid like that oh we got a problem and that's what i'm saying like how that kid may react he might go home and feel like a sore loser almost bro and like 
you know, like we're we're in like a a very delicate time right now. I feel like in history, you know, a lot of people are speaking more about their feelings and just mm-hmm. just opening up more. Not every kid is just gonna react in that manner. So like, I, I don't know, man. I feel like as kids, you just got to be like, you you could be hard, but you got to have a limit. You know what I mean? Like you can't act like like you just said, like college kids and like high school kids, where it's it's different. It's a different level. They're learning. They're trying their best. Allow them to still have that fun, but be like, yo, y'all gotta y'all gotta be tough for y'all. Get tough get love. Yeah. Tough yeah. love. And I think, you know, for me as a coach, I I don't, I don't want to discourage my players because then that translates to the field or, or whatever the sport 100%. is, right? They're like, I'm why, gonna critique you just, just, just like do I do with my kids. We're gonna figure out the problem, but yeah. how can we fix it? Yeah. If if I just sit here and I yell at you because you got an F and call you stupid, does that nothing. does nothing yeah. for you. Cause then we're going into the next test, guess what? Yeah. Everything that I said to you is on the back of your mind. Mental abuse mm-hmm. is a real thing. Right. It is. And I think and that, that's something that I'm so proud of as a society that we're getting away from that. Like, no, like I don't care if you're a relative or older than me. Yes, I'm I'm a kid or yes, I'm underage, but I still deserve it. I'm still a human being at the end of 100%. the day. I still deserve that respect. 100%. Mm-hmm. Vice versa. Like, you know what I mean? And also, I think a lot of those coaches, youth coaches, they're people that, for whatever reason, they couldn't make it in the sport. So it, what do they call it? Little man syndrome? Yeah. You're going to take it out on any and everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of those youth coaches have exactly. that. They weren't good enough. They played. Nope. They were probably good. They just weren't good enough to get to college yeah. or they the pro level. They probably didn't even make the high school team. Right. So guess what? Now, now they can run a team. Yeah. They, everything that was get put out into them or where they lacked, they, they try to take it out on the kids. Yeah. And I don't think that's, that's right at all. I agree. Nah. As a parent, if I saw that, we'd have, I, I mean, like I said, that league Brooklyn was in, it was nowhere near that. I just saw that they weren't a value. They didn't value my kid. They didn't value my time. They and so I was like, all right, cool. You, you don't value us. We're out of here. Yeah. We, we, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like my daughter is actually regressing because she's out there just messing around. You're t- you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. so I don't know. I just, I just think that <sighs> tough love. There's, you can, you can yeah, critique. There's levels. There's levels to it. You can critique and you can help, but I just think the name calling and there's no need for that. I agree. In today in today's yeah, age. I agree. Because words is abusive. Like you can really like, yeah, you mess up a, a kid, kid yeah, like that, that small thing, right? Especially if it's a sport that they love, and you exactly. know, like, exactly, exactly, they, they could have like they could just shun them for the rest of their life. And that's life. what I'm saying. Maybe in high school, maybe maybe you you gotta light the fire in your team, and you gotta motivate. But there still has to be a line that you don't cross. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. So I applaud this parent for saying, "Hey, you know what? I don't respect that. We're out of here." And and, yeah. and I get and and also, but on the flip end of that, I wouldn't want my kid to think like, "Oh, when things get tough, we're leaving." 100%. So you gotta have those conversations, like, baby. At my job, like, related to you, if I was at work and my boss treated me like that, mm-hmm. guess what? I'm out of here yeah. because I can go find another job. There, and you know what I'm saying. So I, I, I just, I think there's a balance of, hey, we're not gonna accept this, and and I think she did the right thing. Have those conversations, call it out. Yeah. And then yeah. when you call it out, if if no no end is met or you know your needs weren't met, all right, cool. It's time to move on. Hundred percent. But uh, appreciate you guys for stepping in such short notice. This was yes, great. Sir. This was great. Real quick, man. Be on the lookout. QB and myself, we have something in the works. We've done a lot of brainstorming. Some has to do with clothing. We don't yeah. want to share too much now, but we got something coming out for Arizona. Yes. Yes. And we're excited. We hope you're excited and, uh, you know, 
I'm an Arizona native, born and raised. Yeah. You've lived in Arizona for, for a long time. So, Majority of my life. So we got something coming. Target around Christmas time, maybe, but be on the lookout. Very excited. Uh, so many words, so many feelings. It's just, I'm, I'm very excited to what this will become. And I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait till we we're able to bring this about. And we, we've had many conversations about the vision and long term. And so yeah. we're excited about this. And uh, hopefully you guys are excited about it too. And that you guys want to support and rock the brand and what we stand for. So 100%. appreciate you guys. Can't wait for it. Thank you again for having Peace. me. Peace. Peace. Thank you for hanging out with us. You can catch a new episode of the Garcia Diaries unfiltered every Friday. Make sure to follow so you don't miss any of the action and don't forget to leave a rating and review. You can follow us on social at the Garcia Diaries, at Sir Garcia Diaries, and our podcast page at the Garcia Diaries pod. Talk to you next week. Peace.